Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition here of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got the podcast going. We are live inside Studio 34, rockin' Riley's big things with the Stats Overbeat Cypher. We're going to help you win your leagues and win that cash. Yo, we have a jam packed show tonight. Let me tell you something. We're going to have my man Danny Otto and my man, the best friend forever, Mike Florio, down there in the fantasy pit of misery working overtime, okay? We have a very special guest that we're going to be welcoming in a little bit later on on the show. Listen, if you're part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher, if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, you know how we talk all the time about DKMS and how they help the fight against blood cancer. Well, we are stepping it up here on Fantasy Freestyle. We are going to have someone who did in fact save a real life right here on the fantasy freestyle live and direct from dkms we're going to talk about uh you know how it was to actually go through that process we're going to get into that a little bit later on then we're going to talk to him a little bit about fantasy baseball as well listen the draft is under two weeks away so we are going to go right back into some of the um high profile quarterbacks okay i've been saying this for the last month month and a half i think the narrative on josh allen and the narrative on lamar jackson is completely screwed up i'm going to tell you more reasons to back up that case. I'm going to tell you which quarterback I think is locked and loaded to be the best of this class. We'll get into that a little bit later on. And then, like I said, we put the fun in functional sports content. As always, we are going to continue to break down our rapping athletes. We've got a hysterical one. My man Danny Otto down there, and I agree, this may be one of the funniest ones yet. We'll get into that and... Um, some of you may know if you uh, check me out on Twitter or whatever. I was celebrating a little bit uh, this week, and uh, the Stats Overbeat Cipher really came to my aid. And as uh, you know, big shout outs to them. I want to honor them. We're gonna have a little bit of fun with that a little bit later on in the show as well. As always, we also have a trivia or a poll question up on Twitter. You can follow me at Spit and Speeds. The question I have for you is: With the draft coming up, do you want your team to uh, trade up? 
trade down, or when they're drafting, go for the best player available or go for that position of need, okay? Different philosophies out there. Some teams like to accumulate picks. Some some teams looking to cash in those chips and go for it right now. Some people are just looking for the best player on the board, and some have very uh, specific needs that they are going to fill early in the draft. What do you hope your team do, does? We have people voting on that question. We'll check in with that throughout the show. But what I want to start off with is, you know, news and notes around the NFL since last time I talked to you here on the Fantasy Free freestyle on the fantasy sports network listen the big news is that the cowboys have cut des bryant okay it's saving them eight and a half million dollars on their cap a lot of talk okay a lot a lot of talk coming around this one des saying that maybe the jason garrett guys kind of pushed him out maybe there was some kind of rift a lot of people now saying your boy speeds included if you listen to the show all football season long. I was calling Des Bryant a quadruple A wide receiver. He was not an elite number one receiver. Okay, with Tony Romo, who would throw it up to him and he could try to fight at the point of the catch, that was one thing. Okay, but in this new offense with Dak, where he does not take as many risks, it was not working out. And the Cowboys are going to go save that eight and a half million. He's now done a couple of things. One is that he said he wants to see the Cowboys twice a year. I peg Dez as this kind of vindictive revenge guy. I see that. He says he wants to play them twice a year. Does that mean he's going to try to join his man Odell Beckham with the Giants? The Eagles kind of have that. You know, that that role filled with Alshon Jeffrey. Does he really want to go to our nation's capital, who may be a few steps away from true title contention? But he also, check this out, he followed a bunch of Texans on Twitter. So maybe, you know, he doesn't want to stay in the NFC East. Maybe he wants to stay in Texas. He followed J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson, uh, D-Hop. Okay, so we'll read between the lines. But Dez is out there. He's certainly going to get a job very, very soon. I do not believe he's this number one receiver. But if he wants to fit into the slot of some team, it could be very interesting. I personally would love to see him with my man Jimmy G over there on the West Coast, even though that doesn't you know, fit his criteria right now. Check this out. I want to talk about the Lions' backfield. Okay, they the, the Conflicting reports out of there. Remember, they signed LeGarrette Blunt. You've got Amir Abdullah. You have Theo Riddick. You even have ZZ Top, Zach Zenner. You have um, guys like Washington as well. And at first, Patricia and JBC, my man Jim Bob Cooter, said that they were just going to go running back by committee and ride the hot hand. But now it looks like Amir Abdullah may be on the block. He may be the guy without a chair when the music stops. Keep an eye on the Lions' backfield because if they shake free, Abdullah could be another guy in this mix moving addresses. The Saints and Cam Meredith have agreed to a two-year, $9.5 million deal. Remember, Cam Meredith coming off that ACL Injury last year. He now goes to the Saints again. Same kind of thing. Like Des Bryant, not as dramatic, of course, but he is stepping down in role maybe for a different team. Meredith was the number one that one year he had to break out with the Bears. Now he wouldn't be with Allen Robinson and Burton and all the other weapons that they've acquired. So he goes to a team where he is, you know, a cog, a piece. Okay, but with the Saints, remember, Fantasy Herd, you know what your boy Speed says about the Fantasy Herd. Great in real football, not so much for fantasy production. I think Meredith takes a big step back down, okay, going to a team that obviously has Michael Thomas, obviously has Kamara and Ingram out of the backfield. Um, you know, you also have guys like Ted Ginn Jr., uh, even Sneed, although I think Sneed may be on the move. So it is a downgrade, from, unfortunately, for Cam Meredith. Um, I also want to talk about some, some people that have been cut, 
Okay, the Broncos went ahead and, in fact, cut C.J. Anderson. Your boy Speeds has been talking about this in the short term and in the long term for a while. Shout out to my man Pete in Staten Island. If you were down with the Stats Overbeat Cypher, you remember that. Pete was always with me on uh, Devontae Booker as the back-to-own in Denver moving forward, and it looks like the path has been cleared for that as the Broncos go ahead and cut C.J. Anderson. A couple of fifth-year options have been picked up as well. Jameis and Mariota, obviously, but it doesn't look like the Giants are going to pick up Eric Flowers as a top 10 pick with that price. So uh, keep an eye on those things. That's just a couple of things as we get ready for the draft. We're going to hear a lot of buzz in the next week, week and a half. Also, like I said at the top of the show, I want to talk about uh, a couple of these guys coming out of the draft. Right, I want to talk specifically about Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. The narrative, if you haven't heard from me or elsewhere already, is that Josh Allen is this you know coach's kid and gets the mental side of the game and has all the tools you need, but at a fifty-seven percent completion percentage. Lamar Jackson, you know, dynamic and athletic, but should turn into become a wide receiver because he had a fifty-seven percent completion percentage but uh i saw something on pff and they go real deep into these stats and i think they're really relevant and uh you know what i thought was interesting check this out they broke down some of their stats on like you know on deeper you know deeper uh kind of slices shall we say and on what they call after their second read and this is what you have to do in the nfl right you have to look at your one guy then look at the second read and then still be able to make something happen see go through your progressions mentally the exact kind of thing that they didn't think lamar jackson could do right check this out on reads in your third read or later lamar jackson was 55 percent completion percentage josh allen 29 So who's the one who's actually getting through their progressions better? Huh? Interesting. Also, check this out. They also have another category of what they call, quote-unquote, scramble throws. You would obviously think that this is where Lamar Jackson's doing it, right? He sees the rush, and he's ducking out the back door, or he's using his dynamic athleticism, right? And Josh Allen, the prototypical quarterback with the stud arm, right, that can throw it through the barn. He would be standing in the pocket, right? No, no, no. You know that Josh Allen actually had more scramble throws than Lamar Jackson last year? So I think that is also interesting. But to be quite honest, regardless, regardless, um, it comes down to Baker Mayfield. When you look at the PFF, when you look at the PFF grades of this, everything comes back to Baker Mayfield. Everything comes back to Baker Mayfield. His, his, his completion percentage, over 70%. Same thing in quote-unquote tight window throws. Same thing in NFL QBR rating. And this is for like three years in a row. This isn't you just taking one little sample of what he's got, okay? This is consistency. I know he's only six foot or six one, and I know that some people think that he's a little bit too um, vocal, too spunky, too feisty, but it's very interesting. And and I, Baker is kind of my under the weeds guy. He's the guy. You know, I'm a Jets fan. They're going up third, right? Uh, I've been talking about Sam Darnold. I don't think he's going to be there. Outside of Sam Darnold, I think Baker Mayfield is the guy to get. I am not scared by him being six one. Read Drew Brees. Read Russell Wilson. I like his elusiveness. I like his leadership. His moxie, shall we say? And here's another thing. And I want to know, Danny Otto, when we check in with you later, I want to know if the stats over beat Cipher feels about this. Um, he's keeping. Get this, Danny. He is keeping a revenge list. Through this draft process, he is keeping a list of all of the, you know, media types and sportscasters and analysts who have anything negative to say about him. 
okay? And any media members that's crossing the line. Check this out. And I quote. He says, it doesn't really bother me that much because I know the people that say some of these things have never actually taken a snap behind center. Never had a 300-pound lineman about to hit them when they have to read the defense downfield. If I was worried too much about it, I'd be worried about the wrong things. But I do use some of it as motivation. I can listen to the people patting me on the back or I can listen to the people saying I need to get better. I know I need to get better or else there would be nobody saying that. So he's all about growth, right? But he's keeping this in the back of his mind just so we can stick it. I like that kind of size chip on my shoulder on my six foot flat quarterback and I do in fact think slash hope that the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets are going to go this way um, in about a week and a half. I think Baker Mayfield winds up being three. I was talking with my boy Mikey Florio down there in the fantasy pit of misery. We think it is going to go number one, uh, Sam Darnold to Cleveland. Number two, uh, Saquon Barkley to the Giants. And number three, I think the Jets are going to take this uh, look at Baker Mayfield. Um, as their quarterback and throw him in the mix with Teddy Bridgewater under the tutelage of uh, McCown for about one year and and let Bridgewater and Bateman Mayfield fight it out and see who is the heir apparent to uh, you know this is just franchise and being the and being the uh, you know face of the franchise shall we say so I think this is very interesting but check this out um, you know who Baker is definitely going to add to his uh, revenge list is Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf is out and talking about Baker Mayfield, okay? He said that um, he listens to the interviews with some of these... uh some of these first-round picks and some of these quarterbacks that are on the tour and on the on the you know on the on the uh, circuit, shall we say? And he says if any of these quarterbacks sound like I did, then I know it is a red flag. And he says that Baker Mayfield actually does sound like he did. Okay, and he's saying that he sort of thinks that he has, still has a lot of maturing to do in an NFL locker room, going up again, talking and leading men, shall we say? And it's interesting. I saw Ryan Leaf do a little bit of media tour this week, you know, and that conflicts with what a lot of people are saying. You hear McShay out there saying that leadership is actually one of Baker Mayfield's best qualities, right? You hear that the football coaches that interview Baker Mayfield absolutely love him. Will the GMs love him? I think that is the more interesting case. Will the GMs actually also want to stake their claim and risk their job? On, you know, taking their shot on Baker Mayfield. But I do love the fact that he's keeping this revenge list. I do love the fact by a lot of these more detailed PFF grades, it looks like Baker Mayfield rates out better than Darnold, better than Rosen, better than Allen, better than uh, Lamar Jackson. But when it comes to Jackson and it comes to Allen, remember, Lamar Jackson is actually making more reads and is actually scrambling less than a guy like Josh Allen. So that's some of the stuff I wanted to talk to you guys about when it comes to football. And right now, remember, we got that poll question up. I'm asking you guys, if, if for your team um, coming up in the NFL draft, you want your team to trade up or trade down? Do you want your team to draft the best player or maybe go with a position of need? we got that poll question up right now. 39% of you say take the best player. Shout out to, of course, Clayton Trahan, who says, I'd prefer Baker Mayfield, but don't see him dropping to the Pats, tying it all together, how we do, in fact, like Baker Mayfield, right? Um, and, and that's interesting. The Pats have now talked a lot. There's some, some report out on ESPN that Brady hasn't committed to play this year and the world is all abuzz I thought he was going to play until he was you know 65 years old 
Or is there really drama in New England? Is it the fall of Rome, like your boy Speeds has been talking about, right? And there's talk now, you know, obviously they lost uh, Brissett. They lost Garoppolo, who is this heir apparent, right? So will they use some of their draft capital and trade up to get a guy like Baker Mayfield? Uh, There's reports out there that they're interested in a guy like Josh Rosen. And Rosen is sort of the quarterback that is falling in the last week in this process okay so maybe they can combine some of their assets hop up a little bit and go on and get a guy like josh rosen it's interesting um andy m says where's the option for quote give a damn about my city and fan base who love you i think that's called um trading up maybe right because that demonstrates that you care and also my boy uh michael perez uh, says, just checking in on Cypher, hold it down, Speeds. I'm interested in who my Giants are going to draft. Hashtag stats over beats. I'm telling you right now, the Giants, I believe, are going to go ahead and draft Saquon Barkley. It looks like it's inevitable. There's a lot of reports here in New York that it is inevitable. If I were the Cleveland Browns, though, I would usurp them. I'd take Barkley one. And then at four, I'd take whichever quarterback falls to me. It sounds like a lot of people think that these guys are not franchise-altering dudes just yet. So why not play the Jets role and see whichever one comes to you, but lock in a guy who may be transformational, and that is Saquon Barkley, okay? Big shout-out to everybody checking in on the Cypher, everybody checking in at Spittin' Speeds. The last thing I want to talk about football, listen, regardless of what team these guys end up on, it used to be that if you were playing Thursday night football, that you might have been towards the end of the season in those color rush jerseys. And those are now going away for Thursday night football. Remember, Thursday night football is going to be on Fox this year. They've got, I believe, all the games. It's not that split thing with NFL Network or Twitter or anything like that. And with this, um, they are now saying that the color rush jerseys are now not exclusive to Thursday night football and will be seen sporadically on Sundays, but will not be on Thursday night football much anymore. And these have been a hot topic ever since 2015 when they introduced them if you remember and boy do i remember shout out to my man smiles p out there from chronicle who is legit red green colorblind i remember i actually went to a jets bills game at met life a couple of years ago on thursday night and they had the jets in green and the bills in red and the color rush unis and you literally colorblind people called in and said they literally couldn't tell um who was what and that was very interesting and i just thought it was crazy until uh, one of my closest friends actually has that exact uh, kind of colorblindness and said, yeah, he couldn't follow his fantasy team. Didn't know what McCoy was doing or if he was getting tackled or not. But we will not be seeing these color rush jerseys much anymore, But and they won't be on um, only Thursday night football. They'll be all around. Check it out. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pay some bills in a little while here on the Fantasy Freestyle. When we come back, though, I am overjoyed. We are going to be joined by a very, very special guest. Okay, you hear me talking about DKMS and the fight against blood cancer all the time here on the Fantasy Freestyle. You heard me talk about it on lineup lock over the football season. Okay, and... um, what, what we, we've been partnering here to help fight the blood cancer because people in the fantasy demographic, you know, your, your guys from like 20 to 35 or what have you, right? These are the perfect people to potentially donate 
bone marrow to people who are afflicted with blood cancer. Okay, so what we are going to do after the break, we are going to have Michael Tanny on. He is someone who heard and answered the call, like we always say on the show, swabbed his cheeks, sent it in, and then was in fact a match for someone who was struggling with bone cancer, need uh, blood cancer, needed the bone marrow, and he came in and actually did this. I say it all the time. We're not talking about fantasy. We're talking about in real life okay and that is what we are going to do we're going to be talking with michael tanny who's a hashtag dkms athlete right here uh this is not fantasy this is real life we're going to be talking with him in our next segment i hear he knows a little bit about fantasy baseball as well so we'll talk about a little bit of some diamonds and fugazis we'll put it down here with the stats overbeat cypher here on the fantasy freestyle on the award-winning fantasy sports network and then later on in the show and I know Danny in the pit of misery is excited about this. We have another rapping athlete to critique. And I have a present to open live on air. If you thought, you know, advanced thanks to my homegirl, Jilly Dilly. Because Jilly Dilly has now hooked me up for not one, but two holidays. I will tell you what I mean when we come back. It's your boy, Dane Martinez Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports network come on back we're talking to michael tanny dkms fantasy baseball and we put the fun in functional sports content come on right back after this Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority of the Fantasy Sports Network. We're doing a big with the fa- you know, Fantasy Freestyles, big things. And like I said, going into the break, we are going to be joined by our special guest right now. And it is uh, Michael Tanny. And he's here to talk a little bit about uh, fantasy baseball, talk a little DKMS. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. So listen, we're going to get into the DKMS and uh, the, how easy it is to, in fact, do your part to uh, help the fight against blood cancer. We're going to talk a little bit about you know, fantasy baseball as well and some guys that are off to fast starts, whether that'll continue or not. But I got to ask you first about you because we were talking you know, going back and forth over email before the show. And you mentioned that uh, you have a knee injury right now. And you have a specific one that I can empathize with because I've also, uh, I've also suffered the same affliction. What happened, man? So I was skiing. Uh, people don't feel bad for me when I tell you that I'm skiing in Switzerland. Okay, right? well, yeah. 
Then nice. they turn me off and they say, okay, <laughs> right. first class accident. Right. And I uh, misjudged a drop and I went about 30 feet off a cliff. Okay. So uh, wear your helmet when you're skiing. I don't know if the helmet would have done anything in this specific context. I, I got lucky that all I, all I, all I hurt was the ACL and fair, MCL. So. Fair enough. Yeah, I've done it twice myself. I've done it twice myself, torn the ACL twice. The first time was uh, they, they used my, uh, my patella. The second time you, they used the cadaver. Aye, aye, aye. And so uh, I'm wondering, like, you know, what, what what person do I have in my leg, and why do I always beep when I go through <laughs> when I go through metal detectors? But listen, let's talk about this because um, obviously, like you said, it's so easy. Everyone needs to do this. We're talking about DKMS and how they really help to fight against blood cancer by getting as many bone marrow potential donors as possible, right? And listen, I did, I, I, I did the DKMS. I've done things like 23andMe. It's so easy. You just like swab your cheeks, right, and mail it in, and then they take care of the rest. You're actually making it sound even more complicated. I mean, it's literally, even easier. you just take this like Q-tip. Okay. Right, and you you swab it in your mouth like you mentioned for let's say three four seconds. Okay. You put it in an envelope. Done. I mean, it's it's. If I told you it took me longer to go to the bathroom today, right. that would be accurate, you know, completely accurate. I mean, and it's there's no. I hate to like. I don't want to pressure people, right? But if you have the ability to save someone's life, and it all it does right. is take you a few seconds. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you say no to that. No, it's almost a disservice to not do it. And I've been telling you guys. I've been telling you guys for months here. It is so easy to do it. And we talk fantasy, right, all the time. And this is not even fantasy. This is in real life. You know, people want to be fantasy heroes. This is a way in real life you can go ahead and help save someone's life. So tell me more. How does it it, uh, really work out? And how how are we doing with DKMS? Are we really making progress here? Yeah, so they, uh, don't quote me on this, but I think they have over 7 million people in the database Oh, wow. And... What's incredible is that we all have different DNA, right? right? So you and I look completely different. Right. You're going to get a tan in the summer. I'm going to get burnt. Sure. Can't stop that. But we may have the same DNA underneath. Okay. Right? We come from different lines. Sure. But the beauty is that you don't necessarily even have to have cancer. You could have a blood disorder. Right. Uh, something else that's wrong with you, right? Mm-hmm. It has to do with your blood, but it's so simple. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's To build it's up honor. that database. Yeah, and right? it's an honor because if you're in the situation where chemotherapy or alternative treatment is not working, mm-hmm. and not to be a drag on the show, but you kind of have no choice, right? The barrel is staring at you. Sure. And your last chance for hope mm-hmm. is for a stranger to be your match. Wow. I mean, I, I'm waiting. I hope every day I get the call to be that stranger. Right. So I you've really done do. this and now, but you have not yet matched yet. No. No, right. but I encourage everyone to go Absolutely. out and swab. Like I said, it takes literally three seconds, mm-hmm. and you can save a life. And that life could be someone older, younger, yeah. white, black, rich, poor. It doesn't matter. It doesn't discriminate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks. We're here. We're talking about uh, the way you can help here with DKMS, help the fight against blood cancer. We're talking with Michael Tanney. Michael Tanney is also the founder of uh, Wonderlust Wealth. You want to tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, unbashedly, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm a Shameless plug here yeah. coming up, guys. Yeah, www. No, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm a financial advisor. So okay. I, I help clients think through their personal finances, okay. invest their money for them. Uh, it's a holistic type of situation where we're, you know, look at all the different people in their lives, accountants, mm. uh, advisors, and, yeah. and just work together to make sure that they're getting the right type of advice for their future gotcha. and their legacy planning. And this is really important for the Stats Overbeat Cypher because as you know, here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we help you win your leagues and win that cash. So then when you accumulate the cash, like your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority... <laughs> Then I might have to go over to Michael, right? And you ne- might have to manage that wealth I would that, love to. that I have, it would right? Be my honor. What would be? Well, let's be real though. What is like kind of the, the the minimum 
that you are managing here? Because, you know, um, we went in that cash and all, right? But, uh, you know, would you still take me on as a client here? I would be honored. Okay. I will tell you that it's never too early to start Never too early to without, start planning. And the number doesn't matter. It's all about percentage. That's right. That's right. That's right. This is all right. So here we go. But I will say, by the way, I yeah. will say, if you don't mind, that, that I have to thank Fantasy Baseball because as a young kid, right, 11, 12 years old, right. my friend started an AL only auction Absolutely. style draft. As like an 11-year-old, right? Yeah, and I, I mean, we counted pennies and bags as sure. we figured out our, you know, our stats. But you're managing risk right there. And you're learning how to count Absolutely. and balance. And so I have a big, a big thank you to Fantasy Baseball for making me a better person in math Absolutely. so I can actually do my job better. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, I've always said it, uh, you know, middle school kids, learn fantasy sports. Okay, learn DFS. Okay, we're talking about probabilities, deep stats, fractions, you know, and at the same time, you have to justify your actions. Okay, you have to have rationale and evidence for to make your decisions. These are the critical thinking skills that our young people need. Absolutely. Michael Tanny and Dane Martinez here on the Fantasy Freestyle. But let's talk about this because, listen, we are a fantasy sports show, yep. right? Obviously, we're helping everybody, but the way people need to help, whether it's giving you clients to manage at, at your wealth management company or whether it's everybody here listening to the sound of my voice that is going to swab their cheeks and send them in, you could be a match. I can't stress this enough. This is not fantasy we're talking about. This is real life. You could be a match and really help someone struggling with blood cancer or any other kind of disease that matters in the book. But let's talk a little bit of fantasy baseball, okay? Sure. Because, you know, and, and for from someone who is a... Um, wealth slash risk manager like yourself, right? We at this point are what? 10, 15 games into the season? You know, if you make the analogy to say football, right? 10 games is like 1 16th of the baseball season. Yeah. That's like a game, yeah. you know? So what we want to do is throw out some players, and I know, you know, you're an avid fantasy baseball player. We were talking a little bit about some, some players before. And, you know, at this stage of the season, is it enough to start making real kind of judgments on if someone who's off to a fast start will continue to stay hot the whole season? Is it just a hot two weeks, a trend, or is it something new and real? You know, what do you believe that two, three weeks into the season you're actually seeing things like this? Or would you tell your clients, hey, let's wait and see how the market develops a little bit more? So I think that on the slow start side, I think uh -huh. there are huge opportunities to okay. get some diamonds in the rough. Yeah, right? diamonds in the rough. Michael, it's almost like he knows about fantasy freestyle. Here, Michael, we do diamonds in the rough and fantasy fugazis, the guys you need to Fugazi. forget about. Forget exactly. About so some diamonds in the rough you can find and could be sustainable early season. Absolutely. But on the fast start side, I think it's a little bit harder because you got guys like a, like a Tim Anderson. Yeah. Right? So Tim Anderson, for example. Yeah. Last year, his ability to judge the strike zone was horrific. Mm -hmm. I think he actually was the worst right. major league starter. There's like a .1 uh, I ratio, which, mm -hmm. which is horrific when right. you think about it. I mean, think, I think a 300 hitter will get like a 1.0 mm -hmm. or so, just to give you an idea. So he was impatient. He couldn't figure out a ball from a strike, etc. Couldn't get on base, can't show his wheels. For some reason, I, maybe he got LASIK this year. That's what I'm saying. Like Sometimes when you look at these things, maybe mm -hmm. something changed. I know right. he had a personal loss last year, and that affected right, him. Right, and that was hard for him to play through the and, whole time. And I can understand that that's definitely an impact to you. You're still human as a player, but, mm -hmm. but something's changed. And I don't know if that means that, that 
that's going to change for the rest of the year, or maybe he's just seeing it well right, right now. The speed will be there. If he yeah. gets on, the stolen bases will be there. You know, he's already got six or seven stolen bases, tops in the league and that. We know the speed will be there. The question is, what's happened is this boost not only in getting on base, but in power. Yeah. His, you know, his OPS is something like 815 right now. This, you know, after being one of those prototypical weak hitting speed middle infield guys, he did have the two home runs on opening day, which will like, you know, with such a small sample size, really kind of, uh, you know, kind of skew the data, right. shall we say. But do we think Tim Anderson, are you saying Tim Anderson is a diamond in the rough? We believe in him. We need to go and get him right now. No. No. I think Tim Anderson no. the next few years is going to be a good, good fantasy baseball player. But okay. I would sell high right now. You would sell high. I think and listen, this is a guy, we're talking financial management. This, knows, this guy knows about buying low, selling high. That's what you need to do to win your leagues and win that cash. Michael Tanny here is going to sell high yes. on Tim Anderson. Okay, I want to talk about two more guys that I think fit this mold. And interestingly enough, Michael, both at the shortstop position. Okay, going into the season, I told you guys, I told everybody in the stats over beat cipher that shortstop is a place where you can get value a little bit later on you do not have to necessarily reach and grab for the Correas for the Lindors okay and if you listen to me one of the guys you may have come upon was Didi Gregorius right I was telling everybody that I love Didi Gregorius I know he wasn't going to be in the cleanup spot of this order with guys like Stanton and Judge and El Gary you know but that just means more production for Didi Gregorius. And boy, has he done it. I mean, he is on base at a 430 clip, I believe. He's got like five home runs. The power is there. You know, 15, 16 RBIs in the middle of that lineup. Do you believe Didi's hot start is sustainable? Yes. Okay, tell me why. Definitely, because he's, uh, you mentioned it, right? You got Judge and Stan in front right. of him. Gary Sanchez behind him. He's going to get so many fastballs to hit. He's got that short porch. But what's interesting is you saw a change in him last year, mm-hmm. right? The first half of the season, he's batting about 300 or so. Right. I know he got a little injured, but nonetheless. And then all of a sudden, the second half of the year, his power numbers go up, but his average drops. So I think he's in this interesting crossroad in his career. He's 28. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think he may be a free agent after next year. I think mm-hmm. he's got maybe one or so Not years sure arbitration. about that. The Yankees definitely want to keep him. I'll tell right, you that. That's exactly. they right. got this core of four or five really sure. good guys. And, I mean, I, you don't get fantasy points for this, but he seems like a great guy. He is kind of a great leader in the clubhouse, always a bubbly, yeah. um, optimistic personality, shall we say. Yeah, he's definitely a, a, a force in that locker room, so we believe in Didi, it sounds like. Yeah, I let think me, he's great. All right, let me ask you about one more, and this is kind of on the other side, okay? One guy who is off to a very slow start so far at the shortstop position is Dodger shortstop Corey Seager. Okay, Corey Seager was a top four, top five shortstop. Shortstop. Everybody thought he was going to absolutely explode and completely surpass his brother in terms of uh, you know production. Was going to be this kind of elite shortstop on the level of a Correa, on the level of a Lindor, on the level of a Trey Turner moving forward. But it has not been the case this year for Corey Seager for most of the Dodgers. If you want to know the truth, off to their start, the dude has only one home run, only four ribbies, an on base percentage below two eighty, and he's hitting in the two hole of that lineup. You know, and as the sabermetricians, you know, dig into the lineup, the two spot is really a prime space. You're going to get the plate appearances. You have the protection behind him. Yet Corey Seager is not able to really uh, replicate what he's done early in his career. Do you believe that turns around? Is he a say a buy low asset for you, or do you stay away from this Dodgers offense right now? I think if you got him on the cheap and you're in a keeper league, absolutely hold on. To okay, him. but I I think there's something else going on. Right, he hurt his elbow last year. Right. 
and he wasn't the same. And then this year, I heard rumblings that his elbow was still bothering him in spring. So I'm not one to look at spring training and, and sure. evaluate. I was totally wrong with, with um, the Japanese sensation. But the idea that he may actually be playing injured, and mm. I wonder if there's something about something that. So, that. So, so on the financial level, I'd say, ah. I'd say let's, let's audit his medical records. I see. You know? It's a sunk cost, so you've got to hold him for now. I think there's let's something audit wrong. the medical records. I, I genuinely think there's something wrong with his elbow. I think there's something to that. And maybe it's a matter of Justin Turner coming back or, or some more okay. depth, and then they can give him a breather. I, I just, he's too good of a player. He's too good of a line drive hitter. He's, right. He just doesn't look like himself. All right, so maybe there is a buy-low opportunity on Corey Singer. We do not believe in Tim Anderson. We do believe in Didi Gregorius. Yes. That is the Diamonds and Fugazis out of Michael Tanney. Remember, the founder of Wanderlust Wealth and a DKMS uh, you know, hero ready to match with somebody. Michael, I don't know if you know, but we have a parting gift for you here. We have a T-shirt for you. Awesome. Uh, you know, a little, uh, little daily roto action here we're going to represent. And um, listen, you. if you don't know, if you don't know and you haven't heard so far, remember DKMS and the Fantasy Sports Network are helping to fight against blood cancer. You can swab your cheeks. It takes less time than it takes for Michael over here to go to the bathroom. Okay? And uh, then DKMS does the rest. You send it in. That's it. When you match, you have the ability to truly save someone's life. Not in the fantasy sports world. In real life. Thanks so much for joining the show, Michael. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Really? Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, and just so you know, Corey Seeger, buy low. Didi Gregorius, ride it out. Tim Anderson, sell high. When we come back, we're going to put the fun in functional sports content. We got a lot of other stuff to do. And I got another present on wrap for my girl, Jilly Dilly. Come on back, Fantasy Freestyle with your boy, Dane Martinez. Thanks so much to Michael Tanney and DKMS. We'll be right back. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Is. No, we don't care. We the Beef Boy Scouts. Check it. We're prepared. That's my boy Danny Otto down there in the Fantasy Pit of Misery playing a little Chronicle. All work, no sleep. You know what it is. You can let it drop, though, Danny. You ain't got to go that crazy. Come on now. We're back here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Network with your boy Dane Martinez. Speeds the spitting statistician. Hey, Danny and, and Florio, if you guys are down there, that was cool with Michael Tanny. Talking a little bit of DKMS, talking a little bit of fantasy baseball. Uh, it was good for uh, him to stop on by and join us and tell, tell us all how we could uh, help the fight against blood cancer, huh? Yeah, absolutely. It was really cool. Yeah, and he knew a little bit about fantasy. He wanted to give him a little bit of plug for his wealth management. Hopefully, all my stats over Beat Cypher out there. We're accumulating that wealth. And then we could have Michael Tanny organize it for us. So you got to like that. Um, so, as you know here... We put the fun in functional sports content, right? And we are going to do that in so many different ways in this next uh, and final segment of the show. Um, Danny, I got to have you with me on this segment because I got a couple of things I want to talk to you about. Um, so first of all, Danny, um, 
do you are you familiar with the rapper um, Meek Mill? I am somewhat familiar. You are somewhat familiar. Uh, do you know that he is um, he is in the Chester, Pennsylvania correctional facility doing two to four years for a probation violation right now? I did not know that. Okay, well now you do. I do now. Now you do. Um, his his uh, visitors log is pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. Uh, last week, Michael Rubin, who's one of the owners of the Philadelphia 76ers, came through and brought through like Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid just to like say what's up. And uh, last week, guess who else came through to give him a visit? Patriots owner Robert Kraft. And afterwards, Kraft was like, yeah, Meek Mill is in a bad situation. Uh, he's a great guy. I love him. Check this out. And I quote from Robert Kraft. Amazing young man. I know how I'd feel if I was in the situation he is. When is Robert Kraft ever going to be in a situation that Meek <laughs> Mill is in? That's what I want to start by asking, okay? But let's read on into Robert Kraft's quote. He says, every time I see him, I just come away more impressed. He's very intelligent, and it makes it clear to me that we have to do something with criminal justice reform. Are you telling me that the saga of Meek Mill is what got you to realize this, Bob Kraft? Not like you're a uh, murdering tight end or anything like that. It was Meek Mill because he's a good guy and uh, there's something wrong with the criminal justice system. That's what makes you think that there's something wrong with the criminal justice system. But I digress, Danny, because as you said, you know, I can't get too deep into it because then I get, you know, I get too rustled up and that's a bad thing. But, um... What do you think about Meek Mill's visitor log? High class, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, what, what what is this? I wish I wish I had anyone that I wish I had friends like this yeah. in general. You know what I'm saying? I had the stats over beat cipher, but that's about it. But but Danny, speaking of the stats over beat cipher, and uh, you know this, I I'm not big on I'm not big on telling too many people about this, but you know the reason, Danny. You know we usually do the show on Tuesdays, right? Right. And uh, we're here today on a Wednesday instead of a. Tuesday last night because to be honest guys uh, everybody uh yesterday it was your boy's birthday okay it was your boy's birthday so I'm out and I was doing a little celebrating you know um so we're doing the show today but big shout out to everybody on Twitter okay everybody from my man Kenny Cashman at Rotoware uh at Rotoware to my people um you know Nando Defino to my man Andy Singleton to my man Mike Florio down there in the pit of misery wishing me um happy birthday but also I heard from my homegirl, Jilly Dilly. If you are part of Stats Overbeat Cypher, Fantasy Freestyle, you know about Jilly Dilly. You also know that Jilly Dilly, going into Christmas, sent me an ugly Christmas sweater as a present. Well, I get a message from Jilly Dilly telling me that she sent me a birthday present. And we have it here, okay? Okay. We have it here. So, and I'm going to open it. I don't know what it is just yet. It feels like it is a like a shirt. It feels like another uh, garment, to be quite honest. Let's see what we got here, though, from Jilly Dilly. Okay. Oh, it is a shirt. It is a shirt. Oh, snap! <laughs> yo, shout out to Jilly Dilly, yo. She gets, Danny, are you ready for this? I need to see the reveal. I don't yeah, think you're ready for this, Danny. I don't think you're ready for this. Are you ready for this? <laughs> The stable genius and vocal minority. <laughs> <laughs> what you know about that? What do you know about that? Yeah. 
That's you know awesome. what it is. That is what I'm talking about. Um, big shout out to Jilly Dilly, of course. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to have to rock this. The stable genius and vocal minority. Danny, I know I know, popping off is doing big things, but you can't have fans like the Stats Over Beat Cypher that love you like Jilly Dilly. Come on now. This is pretty amazing. I mean, it's something we will hopefully strive towards. That's, that's, that's all I can ask for. I know, right? This is absolutely ridiculous. I thoroughly love it. Um, Jilly Dilly, I'm going to have to rock this. I'm going to have to rock this. Maybe next week we'll have to rock uh, the Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. Thank you so much um, for the birthday present. Thanks to everybody who shouted me out on my birthday. But um, it ain't about me. Let's talk about the Stats Overbeat Cypher. And speaking of which, we got a question from the Stats Overbeat Cypher that I wanted to get at. Philip Lytle. Uh, first of all, Danny, is uh, Florio still down there? He is, Florio. He, he is. Hey, Florio, come on. Come on for me for a second. I got a question from the Stats Overbeat Cypher that I want to ask you about, okay? Because um, I want to get your, your input. Fantasy best friend forever, Mike Florio. You can hear him, my man Greg Sussman, Sussmania, my man Frankie Stamfel on BFFs uh, Monday through Friday. They make it happen. Check this out. Um, Mike, I got a question from a man, Philip Lytle, at PLIDS86. He's in a dynasty league, okay? And he wants to know... He got the offer of uh, trading Weaver and a future pick to get back this year Hanniger and Clevenger. Ooh, that is a really tough one. I'm it not, is. I'm not a huge Dynasty player. Right. I actually am not in a Dynasty league currently. That's okay. But Your, your expertise is still respected Luke here. Luke Weaver and Clevenger both have a ton of upside. I know. So... To me, it comes. I have Weaver a little bit. I had him higher ranks coming into the year because of the certainty of his spot, right? Which I still think is in his favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pick versus Hanniger. See, that's the thing. Who do you think the pick like? And he said this pick. So check this out. And this is the linchpin for me as well. Okay, Florio, because check this out. He said the the way he's in his league, right? The dynasty. He keep, they keep fourteen guys, so the pick can be no better than like round fifteen or sixteen anyway. Yeah, I'm taking Mitch Hanniger. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So that's why I agree with you. I'm taking the Hanniger and Clevenger. And generally speaking, in the dynasty, in dynasty formats, whether it's baseball, whether it's football, in dynasty formats, I'm a guy who's going to play for now as opposed to play for the future. And you know why? Because I feel that I am up on the world and anybody I'm playing against. And so by next year, I'll find the new hot diamond in the rough next year. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll apply my... 27th round pick better than you're going to apply your 16th round pick anyway. So give me the asset that I can use to win my league and win that cash right now. So generally speaking, I'm on win now instead of trading future assets. What do you think? I'm the exact same way, man. Yeah. Flags fly forever. Exactly. I, I know people, so I'm not in a dynasty league, but I'm in a keeper. And I know people who have had the best team, but, mm-hmm. you know, come the trade deadline when the teams who are out of it are trading for keepers, giving half their team away. Right. There was They're this, trusting the process. Th- there was this one person in my league who never did it and said, I'd rather keep my keepers and know I'm going to be good for years. Last year, he finally caved, traded one of his top keepers, ended up winning the championship. See? I'm exactly with you. Yeah. Flags fly forever. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'll be able to make fun and talk caca with my friends all the time. Like you said, the flags fly forever. The text messages I can send also last forever. Thanks, Florio. I agree. And thanks for all the questions out there and the stats over beat cipher. Hit me up at Spittin' Speeds if you ever uh, you know, want the, the advice of, uh, you know, 
the stable genius and vocal minority. Um, Danny Otto, we only got a little bit of time left, but we got to go to one of our um, regular segments here now on the Fantasy Freestyle. We got to critique the rapping athlete. Okay, and I got to tell you something. We were talking about this down in the fantasy pit of misery. We're talking about Julian Turner. He is a linebacker on Morehouse, right? But he dropped a song called XY Cell Life. And listen, we're going to play this. And if you can't figure out why it is awesome, you know, Danny, I think we are now taking this to another level. We talked about, um, was it Marvin Bagley in college? And he was doing some things. We did a little, some funny songs in between, right? Uh, you know, like Martellus Bennett and Snoop. This dude is either teaching himself how to study or is just on another level when it comes to intelligent verses and wordplay. Um, so let's play a little bit of Julian Turner, XY Cell Life, and then we'll break it down with my man Danny Otto down in the fantasy pit of misery. This is fantasy freestyle. We be critiquing rapping athletes. That's what we do. We put the fun in functional sports content. Let's give it to him, Danny. The DNA starts with unwind. The RNA is the other side. Meiosis is the key to making life. Mitosis copy cells about to die. If my genes go left unread, all my cells are dead. If my genes go left unread, hey. all my cells are dead. If my genes go left unread, all my cells are dead. If my genes go left unread, unwind the DNA. Prep for mitosis happens in the interphase. Then we move to prophase. Spin okay. start to shape. Chromatins condense as the bubble breaks down. Yeah, I'm talking membrane. Metaphase chromatins beat at the heart. Interface chromatins are put apart. See the face forming a membrane will start. While the cell starts to pinch break apart. Cytokinesis the cyclist through that's what yeah. cytoplasm is split up into. Meiosis is alive. Let them know. Cellular biology. And chromatins are spliced. Okay. All right, let's get that down a little bit, Danny Otto. So, if you didn't realize so far, this is kind of a remix and a parody of Little Uzi's All My Friends Are Dead, which my man's the trap game Maestros. Young Kaz, The Effect, they also parodied this song uh, when the Giants all got hurt. I remember when Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard, and Brandon Marshall all got hurt in the same week. They did one called All the Giants Are Dead. Now, this is All My Cells Are Dead by Julian Turner. First of all, Danny, like cellular mitosis and DNA replication as the content area for the rap. Um... Talk to me about this. I think this is like good, enlightened stuff. I think this is uh, exhibit A to anybody that's out there being like, these kids ain't saying nothing these days to take my man Craig Carton's little old man voice away. Um, what do you think? I I learned something. Right? <laughs> the DNA starts to unwind. Do you think my man just made this like starting to study for some like biology final? Oh, absolutely. That's exactly what I said to you. I was like, right. this is a genius way to, to memorize and to learn something. But it was actually pretty good lyrically. I mean, my yeah. man was fitting the flow of the actual song, much like the trap game maestros do uh, with the fantasy football remixes, right? Yeah. So that was, I thought that was very cool. Um, I got to tell you, we've really stepped up our game over the course of the rapping athletes, Danny. We started with things that were just like that lazy trap stuff, right? And it just wasn't. You know, I was like, eh, this is all right, but whatever. Um, but I think we've really stepped it up um, as we've gone along. I, I absolutely agree. I mean, sky's the limit for what we're oh. what we're going to have to do next. Yo, I, mean, we, I, I already got it. Because next, oh, okay. next week, 
Danny, uh, my show on Thur- is going to be back on Tuesday, okay? And by the way, whatever day the show is, do me a favor. Rate, review, just subscribe, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, right? Because then no matter what day it is, you get Speeds the Spitting Statistician, Stable Genius and Vocal Minority coming live and direct to you, right to your phone, right to your tablet, wherever it is. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. But next Tuesday, Danny, it's going to be right before the draft, okay? So we have a player who I believe is going to be drafted in the first two rounds of the NFL draft, and he will be our spotlight athlete for the rapping athlete this week, next week. Okay, It is a running back from Georgia. That's all I will say. It is a running back from Georgia. And if you have Mike Florio looking at you right now, he still won't let you know who he, he won't know who it is because there's two running backs from Georgia that might be first or second round picks. It's one of those guys. Uh, he goes as a fly guy two stacks. I'll say that. Um, the last thing I want to talk to you about, Danny, what are you guys talking about on popping off? Because I think I have a story that you guys may want to consider on popping off. What are you guys talking about this week? Uh, we're talking about a lot of stuff this week. This week, uh, we're, we're going over new TV shows that are coming out, new seasons of TV shows, uh, some some remakes of older TV shows. Oh, like- yo. There are so many, like, the same cast popping off again, like the Roseanne right. stuff. and the Yeah, okay, I got you. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't know if you saw it, but Netflix just released a, a new reboot of Lost in Space. Really? The TV show. I actually watched a couple episodes of it. It's, okay. It's intense. That's pretty cool. One show that I'm looking forward to that I'm starting to see ads that's starting up again is Westworld. I'm into Westworld a Did little bit. Did you watch bit. the That's, whole first season? I have. I have not. I watched like about half because okay. I don't have HBO or HBO Go. I got a password for you, Papa. I, I, I would love to watch it. I got a password. Shit. What you giving to me, though? Come on now. We got to trade for anything. trade or something. I don't have anything. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll work on it. We'll work on that. Uh, you, have, you, have, you have value, though. I'm Thanks. sure you do. Um, so what? You're halfway through Westworld? Is that it? Yeah. Okay. I was about halfway through. I uh, liked it. From what I watched, I really liked. Got you. Okay. Um, well, I have a story for you because- okay. um, do you know the month and the day it is on Friday? I believe I do know. Okay. And do you remember day. do you remember a while ago at this point it's probably a year ago when everybody was worried that Lamar Odom like died? Yes. Remember like, you know, Chloe and the Kardashians and all that good stuff and he was like yeah. in a real bad way, you know, he had like the crack addiction and all that stuff, right? Right. Well, you know, he's um he's bounced back a little bit. He's bounced back. And um, get this, Lamar Odom is now starting a marijuana business in California. He has said that there were certain strains of marijuana that helped him get over his crack addiction. And he is now starting a variety and a line of cannabis products. He says, and I quote, while going through rehab, I discovered certain strains that support wellness. So I decided to team up with a place called Camp Green, a company that supplies organically grown pesticide free cannabis. Friends, associates and ex-teammates asked me what solutions I was using on my road back to recovery. And that's when Rich Soil Organics was born. That's the name of his company, Rich Soil Organics. He says it is a perfect time to offer these cannabis solutions to the public who may be going through similar body issues as he was. He was going through crack addiction. What, what, what similar issues? He's like, hey, come on to Rich Soil Organics. If you're trying to get over a crack addiction, I don't know what it's about, but I do know in support of the holiday that's happening on Friday, I thought it was an interesting topic. Remember, Ricky Williams had a weed farm in California for the Super Bowl. Cliff Robinson, Portland Trailblazer of fame, started a company called Uncle Spiffy two years ago in Portland. So the athletes on the front end of this, uh, is that the kind of thing you could talk about on Popping Off, Danny Otto? I, I do think that's something we could we could talk about. I'm saying just do me a favor, cite your boy Speeds the Spitting Statistician. 
the uh, stable genius and vocal minority uh, when you talk about it, all right? You know I will. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, that's about my time. But big shout-out to my man Mike Florio down there in the pit of misery. Big shout-out to Danny Otto, as always, making me look good, making the, me follow the red light and whatnot. Big shout-out also to Michael Tanny, who joined us to talk a little bit more about DKMS and how you can help the fight against blood cancer. Go to DKMS.com slash fantasy, and you'll be able to check it out. And I am your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician. You'll see me twice next week. We'll be here on Tuesday inside Studio 34. We'll preview the running back position going into the draft. And then I will be here Thursday night for the first round. We did it big last year. We will be live analysis and breakdowns of the NFL draft. Corey Parson, Emery Hunt, we got some surprises for you as well. Come on back. I'll see you next week at Spitting Speeds. Holla at your boy. Peace.